my fellow humans. Welcome back to Natter the Zillennial Podcast. I'm Natalie. I'm going to be talking to you today about some stuff that is very interesting, I think. But first, I'm going to give you an update about how dark went because I didn't have an episode last week to tell you about it. So we'll do that recap now. How did dark go? It didn't. Um, <laughs> so we first one of our friends sent a, an invite to dark in our group chat we all check out the website we're like hey this event is different than last year it's not the same haunted houses and and stuff that we're used to but it's going to be a, a romp through the woods and try and find some paranormal stuff sounds cool we'll do it tickets are 85 bucks it's a group thing awesome let's do it that's really cheap then uh, night of the event, uh, Declan and I arrived to the parking lot of Fort Edmonton Park a little bit later than the rest of our friends. And we thought, you know, there's still time before the event. We'll just find them in line. It'll be good. We pull up and all of our friends are just kind of standing around in the parking lot, just milling around. Roll down my windows like, hey, what's up, guys? Like, we're just going to find a parking spot that we can join you. And they'll run up to the window and they're like, no, it's, it's not happening. Individual tickets are $85. So... We only bought one ticket for the whole group, which means only one person can get in, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. Um, the friend who had bought the ticket had read the website wrong, I suppose. But then again, we all had. We all thought that it was $85 per group because they weren't hiring actors. There weren't food vendors. There wasn't, I mean, as far as we know, it, it seemed like a much smaller scale thing. Still fun to do, but not worth $85 per person. And let's just like be clear about this. Tickets for past events were not $85. I don't even think they broke $40. So maybe they had something extremely cool planned and we just, you know, it was worth that much money. Or maybe like they're just times are tough since the pandemic. So they were really trying to recoup the costs of other things throughout the year. I have no clue. But all of us are, we're either in university or just out of university in the middle of a pandemic. We do not have $85 to spend on on a night that isn't a surefire fun time, you know? We're, we're, we're comfortable, but we, we got to be smart about the funds, you know? So, yeah, that didn't happen. Instead, we our little cohort just came back to my place and we... Uh, kind of milled about and talked a bit and then everybody went home and that was it that was that was dark Edmonton so if anybody listening actually went to that event or had family or friends that did please tell me what it was was it worth the 85 bucks was it did anyone else have the same ticket confusion because again my entire friend group we read the website we all thought sick it's 85 dollars per group so I don't know that's just us maybe we're just dumb that's okay. I thought it was funny because like what else is more 2020 than finally finding something to do and having it just, you know, not work out. And it was fine. I Nobody was like dead set on doing this thing because we're all super into the haunted houses. Like Dark Edmonton is usually super fun. Like they put a lot of work into what they're doing and the actors are great and the haunted houses are scary, you know. So... We, we loved it before, we just weren't sure about this year, so it wasn't a huge loss. Uh, if, if it had been the haunted houses, it would have been. I would have been crying, like rolling around on the floor, throwing a tantrum because I wanted to go to a haunted house. But it's okay, I could go through a, go on a walk through the woods any day, anyway. So that's it. That, that was our, our attempt at a Halloween thing. I hope everyone had a good Halloween. 
if you uh, did anything fun or creative, love to know that, how that went. A lot of people weren't taking part in Halloween this year, which was a little bit heartbreaking for me to see. I know if I'd been a kid and I'd had to walk blocks and blocks before I saw a house decorated that I could go get candy from, I'd be really sad. I know that, you know, we have to be safe and God, the pandemic just blankets everything we fucking do, doesn't it? I'd really love to have just one episode where I don't talk about it, but it's kind of impossible because it does just color everything we do. But yeah, back to Halloween. I think people who normally put up decorations like at least put up the decorations you could put out a little sign that says sorry no candy but like at least have a little bit of the festive spirit of Halloween you have the decorations anyway in your attic or in your basement you might as well put a couple out just to give the kids a little bit more heart and show them yeah you're not crazy for still trying to do this right now we at my house did a very last minute decorating thing the roommates got did carve a few pumpkins we had some pumpkins out on the step already and then day of we we were going to have quite a big Halloween party with our cohort but cases are going up in Edmonton like really badly like 800 900 cases a day and we're like you know what even though these are our these are the people we've been seeing the whole time this is our these are our peeps it it was just too dangerous to see them all at once Because you never know who you've come in contact in between visits with your friends. And yeah, there was just too much anxiety. We didn't want anyone to just get absolutely hammered and then start freaking out because they're sitting next to somebody who isn't like part of their immediate family because that's totally possible. And we wanted to make sure the anxiety level stayed low. So um, the parties kind of split into two. Um, And so ours was a smaller one had a couple extra people over but it it was a very small thing which was nice but before our couple extra friends came over we actually my roommate Lauren Lauren was awesome and got these little ghost things you put a balloon and then get like kind of like just a plastic bag put it over but it was ghost decorated and stuff so we put up a couple of those we went out and bought candy and we put them in little bags that we just put on a we brought one of our living room side tables out and put it in front of our porch with a sign that said happy halloween and then in each bag was the candy so kids could come up still get something they didn't have to come to the door and see us they didn't have to be anywhere near the door they didn't even have to come up our front steps um But it was also they didn't have to reach into a bowl and be touching what everybody else is touching. They could just take their individual bag. We actually got the right amount of candy, which was great. (laughs) We had no idea how many people would be out because my thought was even if I was a small child right now, I would be begging to go out, at least look at the houses, you know. But we also didn't want to get too much and just be stuck with all this candy that we could not eat and remember I have braces I cannot eat candy right now anyway chocolates yes but of course we went shopping last minute so the stores were all out of chocolate so there's only candies left which I can't even eat so it would have been my three roommates stuck eating all this stuff and they wanted some of it but they could not have eaten a lot so yeah it was really good we got the right amount of candy we had our little sign out we had our little um little ghosties up I with the kids at work, I made some Halloween decorations myself that we put up in the house, which was nice. And then once our friends got there and we had our little mini party, we just danced in the kitchen all night long. And the next day, all of all of us had very sore knees and legs because our kitchen has extremely hard tile floor. 
So that's not very kind on your tendons and muscles. So it was a great time. And the next day it was a very sore time. Uh, we indulged in a lot of whiskey and a lot of chips. And the next morning we all got a fuck ton of McDonald's hash browns. And it was a pretty good Halloween. <laughs> and it was a little bit sad during the night to see, you know, kids were really happy when they uh, walked up and they saw that we had stuff put out. And you could just tell that they'd been walking for a while. Not a lot of the houses near us were lit up. It was probably like every six houses, every seven houses that had any decorations. I don't know if they were all even giving out candy. So it was at once a very nice and fun Halloween, but also a little bit disheartening. So... I think as the pandemic moves forward, just put up your decorations, folks. Just put them up. It, it means a lot to the community, I think. And even if you're not able to celebrate in the way that you think is proper, I think it still means a lot to the people around you, even if you don't know them, to see those decorations up. Or I don't even know what other things there could be but like for Christmas at least like we can't have the big family dinners but for God's sake like put up your Christmas lights still it still means a lot to the community and that's all we really have right now so fun times what else has happened in the last couple weeks been working a lot that's fun it's nice to have monies uh ooh, 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 ooh. I <laughs> so I think I probably talked about this already but I do not relax easily I am somebody who loves always having something to do. It doesn't have to be a high pressure thing. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be for anybody else, but I always like having tasks. Even if I wake up on like even yesterday, God, it snowed a fuck ton so much. I guess it was like two days ago. It snowed all day. I left for, I had to leave for work at about 11 o'clock and it was snowing, snowing, snowing all night. Woke up in the morning. I thought, okay, well, I'm going to shovel a little bit so that at least by the end of the day, it won't be that bad. We'll have only a little bit more to do. And uh, I won't be driving on our driveway and making it all icy and shit like that. So I go out, I shovel, and it's coming down so freaking hard. There's already like half a foot of snow. And by the time I got back up to... Uh, Oh shit. Okay. I just have to, <laughs> I have to interrupt this story. I'm just spinning in our, our desk chair right now, sitting at the computer talking. And I just spun around to look at the tree that I, that we have on the wall, right? Cause we have that weird mural thing <laughs> and somebody drew a face on it. I'm going to have to take a picture of that and show you guys. It just really distracted me. It's cute. Our tree has a face. Awesome. It's nice too. Cause it's a nice leafy tree. The snow is not able to touch it, so now it's a happy leafy tree with a face. Okay, back to my story about the snow. Uh, and then by the time I got home from work, I mean, I had to walk through a literal snowdrift that was up to my knees to get to my car after work. And they let me off two hours early, too, because it was dead, because nobody could drive in the snow. Like, it was so dangerous out, nobody wanted to come. Um, yeah, and so it was super crazy. I got back home, and it looked like I had done absolutely nothing. <laughs> I thought, well, fuck. That means there's still going to be so much work to do tomorrow. And then tomorrow came, which was yesterday. And my roommate and I, we went out and we shoveled. And it didn't take that long between the two of us, but it just slightly started to melt. And I was kind of excited that I had something to do with my day. And that was shoveling. Shoveling one is great because you have to be outside. And when it's this time of year, when it's not all that cold and it's 
I mean, obviously warm enough for the snow to kind of start melting a little bit. It's it's nice. And the world's a little bit more quiet. We live pretty close to a main road. And normally, like, you hear the motorcycles buzzing down there. And I try to do yoga on the back deck. And it's just so loud, I can't even hear my video. And and it's, yeah, it's very loud next to that road. <laughs> it ruins my hippie vibe. But when it snows, it's not. It's absolutely silent. So it was beautiful shoveling. And my shoulders are just burning. And I used to play hockey. And I was low-key mourning the loss of my hockey muscles because you hold a shovel the same way you do a hockey stick right so people who play hockey are generally pretty good at shoveling but I don't have the hockey muscle anymore because I don't play hockey anymore so it was a fun time though we got it done super quickly but it was so nice to wake up in the morning look out and be like oh I have to do this but also hey I have something to do which I actually don't mind doing and uh I'm usually like that with most chores as long as it's not a pile up thing or I get home from work and I'm like oh I have to do the dishes and then I have to clean my room and then I have to vacuum and all that kind of shit if I just come home and I'm like cool I have one thing to do and then I can settle in for the night it's nice to have that extra activity around and then if there's no chores to do I'm like okay well I'll I'll play some music or something and do all that stuff but since I'm having trouble focusing right now uh because of the pandemic and just because I'm still getting my brain back after the surgery and getting back into the swing of things, I decided I needed another hobby to just learn to relax because as cool as it is to have all these all these uh, activities I like doing when it, when like when there's absolutely nothing to do or say I've already done the music I've already done the chores and I'm left just sitting by myself I'm like shit <laughs> like I kind of get this weird buzzy feeling as if I've drank coffee even though because I don't handle caffeine well at all I like <laughs> fun story yeah I used to work at the Winspear Center and I worked at the coffee station and I don't drink a lot of caffeine but every now and then like you're working a show that's going late you need a little bit of a pick-me-up to keep doing your job well at like 11 p.m. when there's some like weird CFL award ceremony or something going on. And so I would drink some coffee. And once I drank too much, and my, one of my supervisors actually came up to me and asked me if I was on something. <laughs> and I was like, no, I just drank a bunch of your coffee. That's all it was. So yeah, I don't handle coffee well. I get super jittery. My mind goes a million miles a minute. And that same feeling happens to me if I have absolutely nothing to do. So this was all a super long intro into just saying that I started playing a video game on my on my laptop it's called stardew valley and it is so fucking fun and it is so colorful and so cute but not in like it's not cute in a modern nintendo way it's cute in a old school old old school mario donkey kong 8-bit kind of way where you just got these little tiny people and you just run around like farming and mining and fighting monsters and fishing and you build relationships with all the townsfolk and it gets pretty dark at some points um like it it's, looks like a game that kids could play and like they can but it has some very mature themes in it like this one guy I had to talk him off of a cliff because he's like this one character that just I befriended him and as soon as you befriend people you get like all these cutscenes about like them furthering the friendship or you just see a glimpse into their life. And I guess I got a glimpse into his life and he's like, not a happy dude. And I was not expecting that at all. Uh, and it, it gets really weird. Like I drank some tea with this one lady in her greenhouse the other day. And then this like weird little white, like 
white stickman cartoon character popped out of the teacup and like all of this weird music started to play and the background started getting all like wavy and greeny blue and like you know like psychedelic <laughs> and this little dude started dancing and I was like what the fuck is in this tea <laughs> but I learned the recipe for this tea so I can maybe make it and have some more hallucinations I guess yeah so it's a really fun game <laughs> and I've been just absolutely playing it until two in the morning anytime I do not work the next day and it's been really nice because I, the only other game that I've ever actually properly gamed as a verb has been Mario Kart when I was about probably grade five, grade six. I almost wrapped Mario Kart before I lost interest in it. Like I got through to mirror mode. I had uh, the double star rating on every race um, from 50cc all the way up to 150cc. And like I was just super into it and I would just play that game for hours. And then I lost interest and never actually finished it. And yeah, it, it feels nice to sit down and just chill and relax and do something that doesn't matter. That still has it still has a few little goals in it, but but it's just it's nice to sit down and not really do much while still doing something. And it's really funny because the roommates have actually commented on <laughs> how because I asked Declan, I'm like, hey, I, I want to play a game. I want to learn how to like relax. And this is honestly like training for me to just let my brain turn off for a bit. I was like, what's a good game for that? So he said Stardew Valley. He's played it before. A bunch of our friends have played it before. It's a very popular game. If you haven't heard of it, like check it out. It's cheap to buy. It's really fun. And it's popular for a reason because it's, it's a good game. And so I started playing it and it was really hard at first to get into because things are hard when you first start them. <laughs> If you're trying to learn how to play the piano, it's hard to learn. And then once you get to a certain level, like it's a lot easier. Right. And it was the same game for me for it was same. I cannot fucking speak right now. It was the same thing for me in two ways. One, I had to learn how to sit down and just like chill long enough to actually play the game. And two, I had to learn how it worked because I don't play these things. And video games actually have a lot of. Um, I, I guess they take it for granted that, and, and think that you've played other games in the past. So they just, there'll be shortcuts and stuff that they don't explain at the beginning of the game. And this one's extremely simple. The controls are extremely simple, but as someone who hasn't ever played a PC game before or Mac game, I guess I'm playing on my laptop. Uh, yeah, I know I say fuck Apple, but I have a Mac. It was for school guys. Okay. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, like they just they take it for granted that you know these controls. And I've had that problem too with uh Breath of the Wild. Declan tried to get me to play that. It's a Zelda game. And I couldn't fight. I couldn't I guess you can't jump in those games. I didn't know how to run. I didn't know how to pick things up. I and I just didn't understand how you're supposed to move around the map and try to find things and what logical places are to look for things because they expect that you start playing these games when you're eight years old and you learn that like this is just a total example out of my ass I don't know if this is actually true but you know they just think oh yes all of the children will know that when you run under the mountain and 
go down to the stream, that's where you'll find the treasure or find the person you need to talk to or something like that. You know, like they think that you're going to automatically know how these controls work, which button does which, and sometimes they'll explain it. But the thing is, when you are a beginner and you don't know how any of the controls work, you don't know the story of the game, you don't know all of these little all of these little intuitive things that regular game players would know, even when you see the controls up on the screen for you to learn, it takes a long time to learn them. I have to just sit there and press the same button over and over and over again to hit, get it into my mind that that's what I do to fight. That's what I do to pick up the thing. And if it's just a flash on the screen, because a lot of them, it's like this. I think Breath of the Wild was like this. Maybe. Or another game I tried. I don't know. Declan's gotten me to try a few. <laughs> but a, a couple of the games I tried is the game starts and the controls come up on the screen. And the second I started trying to move, the controls disappeared. The, the, the instructions, I guess, disappeared on the screen. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I didn't, I didn't get that all into my brain. I was just trying out one button. And then I had to sit there just manually trying to figure out which one is which because the instructions were gone and video game people just totally think that everybody is on the same level and we're not and it's very frustrating trying to get into games and now I think it was good I started with Stardew Valley now because the controls are so simple it still took me like way too long to figure out some of the more simple things like how to give somebody a gift instead of trying to hit them over the head with my axe again it's a little eight-bit game it's not like it would have been violent but <laughs> it uh it, it definitely took some getting used to but I started playing this game and I was kind of frustrated with it obviously because I was just learning and it was going really slow for me but I'd sit down every night I'd open up my laptop and I'd just stare at it and stop talking to everybody and try to like do this I don't remember who it was, but one of the roommates was like, yeah, it's funny. You started playing this and you were like, I'm going to get into this game. I have to do it. And then, oh, it was Lauren. And then she commented just the other day. I like how you said you were going to do it and you're actually enjoying it now. <laughs> and I, I had to stop and think for a moment that, yeah, I, I really did struggle to sit down and enjoy the game. And I did say multiple times that... I'm going to play this game. If it kills me, I'm going to sit down and learn how to enjoy playing a video game. And now I do. I think I'm in gear. I'm in year two. It's winter of year two for me on my farm in Stardew Valley. And it's going well. And I will just sit there and play for hours. And it is a fantastic way for me to just sit down and turn off my fucking brain. And I can't believe that I haven't ever been able to do that before with any other game. But again, I think it's because other games have such a learning curve for a beginner. And unless you're a small child who, I guess when you're a kid, you're used to having to learn everything. You're used to being bad at things. But as soon as you're an adult, you expect yourself to be a little bit better than an absolute noob <laughs> when you start playing a video game. And then when you are a complete noob and you suck at everything, it's really frustrating. And you don't want to play. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very proud of myself for playing Stardew Valley. It is it is just a good time. I am married to the poet Elliot in the game and I have almost gotten to the bottom of the mines and I have a pomegranate tree on the farm. So you know what? Things are going good. My life is good and all of the townspeople like me. My farm is called Happy Farm. I have a dog named Sploot 
and she's a German shepherd, and she stands in my way every fucking day when I go to water my crops, and it is so annoying. But I love her anyway, and she seems to love me because I put water in her dish every morning. So that is a short synopsis of my life on Happy Farm in Stardew Valley. And I don't think I have much else to tell you guys today. Uh, So yeah, get at me with what you did for Halloween and all that fun stuff. Enjoy the snow if you are in a snowy region of the, the world. I think all of my listeners are. You're either in the Edmonton area or you're in the uh, Prince Albert area in Saskatchewan which I also know got a lot of snow I think Saskatoon did as well so cool I'll catch you guys next time I guess and uh, I don't know be a nice person and I really need to think of a sign off I don't know be nice go pet a dog go play some Stardew Valley and uh, put up your decorations for Christmas and Easter and all that shit because it means a lot to the computer to the community Almost ran out of air there. Okay, cool. Peace.